everyone. Welcome to our midweek podcast. It's Pastor Josh. Uh, and I guess it's not really midweek, it's Friday, but happy Friday. Hope you're having a, a great Friday. Uh, looking forward to the weekend and potentially, you know, maybe even having a barbecue. You know, go pick up some propane, have a barbecue. Trust that, you know, even in the middle of all of the wind, that spring is here. The snow is almost gone. The winter is over. Thank you, Jesus. But today, we, we are going to be looking at Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 9. Pastor Marvin last weekend, I think, preached an, an amazing sermon about Abram, about what it looks like to trust God and to, to have faith that moves you to action. And there was one line out of the sermon that really caught me, and this is what it was. Faith is obedience to God based on active, ongoing confidence in God's promises and God's character. Let me read it again. Faith is obedience to God based on active, ongoing confidence in God's promises and God's character. I think this is one of the most poignant things to bring up, especially in a world right now where when we talk about faith, it's a very ethereal concept, right? Like it's a very, oh, well, you know, I have faith. I have faith in and all kinds of different things. I mean, and, and Pastor Marvin even said, you have to have a measure of faith to do things like get on the road and trust that, you know, people are going to stay in their lines and, you know, all, all, all of that kind of stuff. But again, when we, when we talk about faith, it's always about this theoretical, ethereal concepts, this thing that's kind of out there. It's what we call the law of attraction. The law of attraction has become very popular in our culture. It's literally everywhere. Good vibes, good energy, throw it out. I mean, and when, when you're hearing what people are saying, what they're saying is, you know, I'm, I'm, throwing, I'm, tr- I'm throwing faith out into the universe, essentially is what they're saying. That I'm going to get this thing or have this kind of life or, or whatever. And I'm hoping to get it back. It's, it's never about trust in something bigger than yourself. It's trust in yourself that you're putting out the right things to get something that you want back. And yet this whole quote that I I just read you from the sermon on the weekend, really it kind of blows that all out of the water. Because ultimately at the end of the day, what we're saying is faith, Christian faith, is about trusting somebody else for your well-being. That is a hard concept for a lot of people, trusting that there is a God out there that you can put your faith in, not only just kind of in this idea of throwing it out, but ultimately that his character is good, that what he says he will do, he will do, and his promises are true. And he always, always fulfills his promises. That is a whole different idea than what our culture is selling us today. And ultimately, I think the thing that comes out of this quote that gets me is the very fact that it's about obedience. He says, faith is obedience to God based on active, ongoing confidence in his promises and his character. This idea of obedience is really about action. 
that what you believe about God's character, what you believe about his promises, what you believe about him specifically shouldn't just be a belief system, that the belief system should be so ingrained inside of you, should permeate every part of you that it moves you and it it influences what you do. I mean, think about Abram here. He has this encounter with God in chapter 12. It's it, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of weird, actually. Here's this God that he doesn't really know and says to him, hey, I want you to go to this other land, move everything. You've never been there. It's fine. You've got a family. You've got a lot of possessions. Pack it all up and go. And Abram does it. And we think, oh, man, like what, what, a, what, a, what an amazing, what amazing, you know, faith uh, situation. He just, he just trusted. Okay, he just trusted. But the very fact that he trusted meant that there was something inside of the character of the person making him these promises that caused him to trust. There's people that make me promises that I don't trust because I just, there's something, you know, sketchy about them. There's something very weird, off, snaky about them. No, I'm not going to trust that what you say you're going to do, you're going to do. It takes a lot. Like, I have to trust the character of a person I have to trust and see that they can deliver on what they're saying they're going to do for me to put my trust in them and leave it. And then when they asked me to do something, to actually do it. The reality of the Christian faith is that as much as we are not saved by our deeds, our deeds are flags that determine what we actually believe. And here's what I mean. In the book of Revelation, when you look at it, in the end judgment, Christians, non-Christians, are judged based on what? On what they do. Well, that's very confusing. That's a very confusing concept, ultimately. Because at the end of the day, we say things like, in Ephesians 2, and, and this is what Ephesians 2 says, You are saved by grace through faith, not by works that anybody should boast. Okay, well, you're saved by grace through faith. So it's not based on what you do. No, no, it's not based on what you do, that you garner salvation. That's all based on what Christ has done. But, here's the but. If God's grace and mercy don't lead you to obedience or to action, then you've misunderstood grace and God's mercy when it comes to your salvation. Ultimately, at the end of the day, in the book of Revelation, people are judged based on what they have done because it's an indicator or a flag of what they believe. Because what you believe will influence what you do. And we overlook this all the time. We just think it's enough to have a belief system. We're like, oh, well, just, I have a belief. Okay, you have a belief fine, but how does that actually flesh itself out in your life? I believe in the grace of God. Okay, fantastic. You believe in the grace of God for yourself. That, that's great. That's good. That, that's awesome. But believing in God's grace should move you then to give it away, right? Wow. Look at the connection point. Man, I don't deserve God's grace because of who I am uh, inside of myself, I know I'm not a good person. I know that I don't deserve to be in relationship with God. But because of what God did for me through Jesus, he's given me grace. So, wow, that's amazing. So what happens then when you come up to somebody who doesn't deserve your grace? 
It's easy to believe it as a concept and as a, as a kind of out there thing. But if you really believe that you have been forgiven, if you really believe that you have been, you know, called a child of God, if you really believe that he, you have garnered something that you don't deserve, when somebody is in the exact same situation and you believe that Jesus tells you things like you should forgive them, you should turn the other cheek, you should love your enemy, well, it has to be moved to some kind of action, doesn't it? So faith overall is not just a belief system. It's a belief system that is moved to obedience because you trust who God is and what he says he will do. Faith is an overflow. Faith is an actionable thing that we are called to live out on a daily basis. So if you say you have faith in God's promises, this overarching confidence in his promises and in God's and his character, then it should move you to obedience. It should move you to action. Because there there's this idea of orthodoxy, right? So right belief. Orthodoxy means nothing without something else, orthopraxy, right practice. You can believe all of the right things and not practice them. Because most Christians are known for what they, they believe. They believe a lot of stuff. But we get accused of being hypocrites because our beliefs don't translate to action. Right? We believe in grace and mercy and love, and yet our actions, many of the times, don't reflect those things. And so I think the big question for many of us in this discussion is, how does what you believe translate to what you do? How does it influence what you do? How does the faith that you have in God's promises, the confidence you have in his promises and in his character, move you to action in various areas of your life? Because it takes faith to love people that you don't necessarily love or want to love. It takes faith to show somebody kindness who has not shown you kindness. It takes faith to stand for integrity in various areas when nobody else is. It takes faith to do it. So what are the areas of your life where you have not been trusting God? This, that's the overall idea of faith is it is this trust, this trust that is stro so strong that it moves you to action. It's trust in his promises and in his character that what he says he will do, he will do. And I don't want you to sit wherever you're, wherever you're listening to this, whether it's sitting, standing, whatever, I don't want you to think that, oh, well, you know, we're, Pastor Josh is just kind of being, being harsh. The same question is for me. What, what are the areas of my life that, you know, I don't necessarily know if I have faith in because my actions don't reflect what I, act, what, what I believe. So I, I, need to, I need to work on that, and we all need to work on that. And the joy is you don't have to work on that alone, especially if you're in a small group today. You get to work this out with people that love you and care for you. And if you're not in a small group, I'm sure you have friends that you can go to to talk to about these things and to challenge them as they challenge you. 
Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it has challenged you. And if you're looking for any other podcast episode, you can go to elamchurch.podbean.com. You can also go to iTunes and search up Elam Church. You'll find us there. And if you have any, any wonderings about Elam, our programming, who we are, you can go to our website, elamchurch.ca, and, uh, and find us there. We're all on this journey together. I want you to know that. And what are the areas of my own life, of your life, where we need to evaluate whether or not we actually do have faith and confidence in God's promises and his character for our lives. Have a great day. We'll see you next week.